Welcome to Feminists Aren't Funny, the podcast where we look at the sexist differences of daily life for men and women and say, huh, well, that's some bullshit. I'm Mika. And I'm Dean. So moving right onto our topic, let's explore a similar experience through two perspectives so we can see what the often vast difference is between us, or as we call it, the vast deference between us. <laughs> this week, I was sitting alone in the cafeteria at work with my earbuds in, listening to a podcast, eating my lunch. You, a podcast fan, couldn't tell. Yeah. So a man approached me, and he kind of gestured at me for my attention. And then he told me my white shirt and general whiteness made me blend into the wall. He presented this as some kind of horrible problem where unsuspecting strangers might bump into me sitting there in a corner all beige. Guess what follows this conversation, though? Wait, hold up. Go back. So I've been out of the dating game for a long time, but like, is this what passes for game with this dude? Sorry. Sorry, go on. I wouldn't call it game necessarily, but he then asked me out for coffee, which was an amazing move after insulting me. I I think it was insult anyway. I would imagine that dating a beige iguana-like woman would be a turnoff, but there you go, ladies. You can closely resemble a wall and still be dateable. Congratulations. (laughs) What? What? Mika, did you mean chameleon? Uh. (laughs) Did you think iguanas can change color like... I'm picking at that. I'm sorry, I am, but I'm just oh picturing, my you. God. I'm picturing you sitting at a table at a cafeteria, just like an iguana, like sunning your prominent dorsal spines. And <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. So this guy actually thought that comparing you to paint was like a hot move. I meant chameleon. <laughs> I don't know an iguana's life or a chameleon's life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this guy couldn't really, shall we say, uh, read the room. But aside from being clumsy, I mean, it seems innocuous enough. Um, things escalated. He sat down. Oh, no, 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 no. Do I need to explain why that's not okay? Oh, you really shouldn't have to, but, I mean, podcast, so, for the layman. Well, a man ignored my physical cues that I did not want to be disturbed, insulted me, and then took out my physical space, and then asked me on a date. Tell me, when was the last time you felt casually intimidated over lunch? Aside from when you get really excited and order more food than your body can possibly hold. So, so aside from that, I, I, I got, I got nothing. So, I mean, lunchtime is good time. But, Mika, hear me out here. Would you believe that I, too, have been approached by someone whose attempt at flirting was not unlike watching... A dog try to drive a car. Cute, confusing, and ultimately fruitless. So you also thought a stranger was going to follow you back to your office and maybe, probably, definitely kill you. Right. What? What? No. Maybe, no. So, anyway, years ago... Jesus, really? (laughs) Years ago, uh, in the before time, the long, long ago, back when I was still fumbling blindly at what I felt was dating, uh, myself and some friends from university held a mixer at a bar. Uh, I was helping clear away some empties, and a woman walked right up to me, put her hand on my cheek, which, if you'll note, is on my face, and said in a voice that I'm sure wasn't nearly as toneless and threatening as I remember it, You're Dean Doyle. Oh my god, she touched you. That is not allowed. Did you walk home with your house keys between your fingers and your best friend half asleep on the phone? (laughs) Close. 
close. I ended up having some drinks with her and eventually we ended up together on and off for a little while. Now, <laughs> I'll be lying if I said I didn't feel a little weirded out at first, but honestly, it just it didn't cross my mind that this woman, really any woman, could really threaten me physically other than like, you know, my brittle male little ego. Great. You're just like all the other dudes who don't think that women are threatening. What a mixed message, Dean. I mean, I hear all the time how intimidating I am. Well, Mika, they mean you're going to laugh at them, not kneecap them with a fucking tire iron on the way home. Trust me, as a man, that's almost worse. Uh, as a woman, at least you'd be alive. Hobbled, but alive. Okay, well, this is, this is dark. So, anyway, it turns out this woman had noticed me around mutual places where her and I hung around. And uh, she decided that she was going to take a similar approach to Beige Iguana Paint Man to flirting. <laughs> she insulted my red hair, telling me over and over again I looked like a rooster. And saying that my freckled arms were like chicken pox scars. Uh, what? What is even happening with that dynamic? Was she still touching you? Yeah, the whole time. Tussling my hair, sadly up next to me. And honestly, I felt a little resentful of the comments and weirded out about how direct she was. But never thought, oh, fuck, dude, run! And, Mika, can you guess why? Why? Okay, I, uh, I really don't want to get into, like, statistics around gendered violence, so move on? Move on! Which brings us to our segment, Weapons of Patriarchal Destruction. women are so powerful they can attract and repel unwanted harassing advances by their clothing alone? Just think, if I hadn't been wearing a plain white blouse, that stranger might not have interrupted my lunch. Your plumage, Mika, your plumage distracted him. Can he even be blamed? It's my fault, you're right. I'm beige, he's attracted to walls! Attracted? Attracted to walls? I'm not, I'm not gonna Google if that's the thing. So assuming men are going to elbow up, elbow their ways into women's personal spaces, do you think there's any practical steps? Here's the thing. It's not enough to just talk about clothes. I could wear any number of shirts and blend into any number of walls, and a guy can still think it's okay to assert his dominance in some way. And no, that is not a challenge. But Lord knows someone will take it as such. You bet. My practical step is just to read the damn room. People should ask themselves, does this person look like they want to talk to a stranger? Headphones in, not making eye contact, eating their lunch, and on and on. Those are all clues that it's just not your moment. Hey, my, my dudes, boys, fellow straight men, you're not owed a conversation. Sure she's cute, but sure she's busy. Move on. Take Care Tips from Dean is all Dean and only Dean because I've already done enough emotional labor for one life. The bar is so low for men. We've decided to raise it for Dean and the rest of you dudes. Here's some hot tips on how you can be better. You're welcome. Okay, so you want to strike up a conversation with someone you think is cute? Well, before you even begin to approach them, maybe think back to Mika's idea. Does this person even look like they want to talk to a stranger? And secondly, and this one is pretty important, only compliment people for things they can control. Yes, please. 
Saying things like nice ass to a stranger is not actually a compliment. It tells me you're reducing me to whatever hyper-sexualized part of a woman's body you like most. And you haven't managed to make your way up to my perfectly coiffed hair that is definitely going to frizz up by the time the night is over. So, I'm not saying uh, I felt threatened in that scenario I mentioned earlier, um, because the dynamics are different, but dating someone for a few weeks and having them constantly refer to my red hair over and over was... Well, it was like, not really dehumanizing, but more, does this person need the blood of a ginger-haired man for some kind of black magic? But our point is, dear listeners, pay attention to the whole person. But first, pay attention to if they even want your attention. I'm Mika, your resident feminist killjoy. And I'm Dean, everyone's favorite ginger-haired cuck. <laughs> you can never be too feminist. But remember, feminists aren't funny. And a big shout out to soundslikeanearful.com for the use of their song Teenage Joyride. Thanks, guys.